What's going on, guys? Welcome back to this week's episode of Outside the Arena with Rob and Griff. I'm Griffin Senek, joined by my co-host, Rob Goldberger. And today we're back once again with another episode. We're going to be really talking just NFL today. Uh, not too much going on in the MLB free agency world. I think next week we'll look to do potentially some predictions for the top free agents there. Start rolling those out. Um, NBA going strong. Um, you know, there, a lot of teams are 14, 15 games through the season now or so. It's been very interesting. Uh, my Cavs have done very well. I've been very happy to see that. But um, today we're going to be talking about the NFL, and we're going to start today with the biggest storyline of the week, which was the Odell Beckham Jr. He got released, obviously, and then now is a member of the Los Angeles Rams, which, you know, is a team that all of a sudden really needs him after Robert Woods tore his ACL on Friday. So, I mean, just your initial thoughts on this deal, Rob, the impact it has for the Rams and kind of what you expect from Beckham Jr., uh, you know, now on L.A. Yeah, I mean, I think it makes a lot of sense, obviously. Um, I think the Rams, I mean, just they, they sort of needed this. I mean, despite the fact Robert Woods, I mean, Odell Beckham is not going to cover up what Robert Woods does on the field. I mean, he's often considered the best run blocking wide receiver in the NFL. I mean, Odell's not the worst run blocker ever, but I mean, he's not he's certainly not the best in the NFL. I mean, he's not going to be able to fully replace Robert Woods, but it's a good deal. And I'm sure Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup are going to take a lot of pressure off him. And I think he'll do fine there. And I think it makes a lot of sense. And I think he didn't get a lot of money, but he prioritized location and a really good chance to win a Super Bowl ring for six months. And I mean, I think it make, makes a lot of sense from his perspective. Um, and I, I don't know. I think it's a pretty low risk signing for the Rams. They seem to have pretty good locker room chemistry. Uh, Sean McVay seems to be able to manage personalities pretty well. So uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a chance for Odell to revitalize his career and get a bigger contract somewhere next year. Yeah. I mean, I'm actually super interested to see how this plays out. Obviously, when they made the signing, Robert Woods, you know, still healthy. So that was the expectation. And people were kind of questioning the decision with playing time and whatnot and, and targets. But Odell's going to have a chance to get a lot of targets here. I mean, this is a, you know, offense that does love to pass the ball. Obviously, Cooper Cup is still going to be that number one guy, no question. But Odell's going to be in a spot where he can really compete for some targets. And, and we're really going to see what he's made of because this is a spot where, you know, he's a number two receiver on a Super Bowl contending team that likes to throw the ball with Matt Stafford. So, He's going to get his chances, and we're really going to see, you know, has it been Baker, who, you know, hasn't been great with Odell, obviously, or has it been Odell? And, uh, you know, we're really going to get a chance to see that. I think the move makes sense. I mean, I think with Odell, um, I don't think he's ever been happy in Cleveland in terms of location. I think he's always wanted to be somewhere in a big city. So I think L.A. compared to, like, Green Bay just makes a lot of sense for him. I, I never really saw him going to Green Bay. I just didn't think that'd be somewhere where he'd want to play and I think the Rams are the better team too. So it makes a lot of sense for him to go to LA, uh, be with the Rams who, you know, are just stacking up. I mean, the fact that this team now has, you know, the names of Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Von Miller. It's pretty crazy. The list of names this team has compiled and it'll be very interesting to see what they'll be able to do if they can compete against the Tampa Bay Bucks, if they can compete against the Green Bay Packers, the very loaded NFC. So, very interesting to see what happens there, obviously. Um, but, you know, not terribly surprising, but it'll be very interesting to see how it plays out, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. All right, so with that, we can go on to talking a little bit about week nine because it was uh, not a good week for me prediction-wise. I only went for <laughs> three, Rob went for five. So now Rob's up 65-63 in overall projections. 
<laughs> but week nine was a, uh, you know, very interesting week. And we got to start with this game, the Jaguars and the Buffalo Bills. I mean, <laughs> the Buffalo Bills, we were crowning this team the favorite in the AFC, but I think I would probably recant that statement. I think the AFC at this point is completely wide open. There's no favorite at all anymore. I mean, Jacksonville, kind of just a weird performance. Trevor Lawrence kind of did what he had to, but this defense with Josh Allen, Josh Allen, probably the best game of his career, just an incredible performance from him. And on the Bills side, I mean, I think there's some serious levels of concern here. This team is now five and three. They've not looked good this year at certain times, and this was exceptionally bad for their performance. Yeah, I mean, I think you're seeing what, like you said, I don't, are there really any great teams in the AFC? I don't think so. I think the Baltimore Ravens are really pretty fraudulent. Uh, yeah, we'll get into them in a second. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that, but I mean, there, there's a very good chance they, they should be four or five or even three and six. We know the Kansas City Chiefs struggles. I mean, it's pretty insane how there really isn't – you're questioning to yourself whether the new favor in the AFC is actually good every single week because you're – I guess you could say I think there are like five teams who can maybe win the AFC right now, maybe even six. Uh, and I, no team is doing anything to separate themselves. I don't know. This is one of the most wacky seasons ever. And I think sort of everything, you know, getting this crowd noise, getting so – I, I think it's just such a different game sort of, if that makes sense. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm glad we're seeing all these upsets. I mean, it's very unpredictable. But, yeah, I mean, the Buffalo Bills – Josh Allen, I mean, he's not the root of the cause of the issues with this team right now, but he's certainly not the Josh Allen he was last year. And I think that's what a lot of people feared. Uh, I'm not putting their struggles on him, but uh, I, I think he has regressed a little bit. And I think the, the, they're not, they're definitely not at heavyweight in the AFC if he's not on the absolute top of the top of his game. And I think that could be a huge problem come playoff time. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you kind of covered it well. I mean, Josh Allen, Still an exceptional quarterback. Still, I think many would yeah. argue top five, top six or so in the league. But, yes, he hasn't been up to par. And this was one of those games where, you know, for his standards, it's not acceptable and not good at all, especially against an opponent like Jacksonville. I mean, for any team that's seriously trying to win a Super Bowl, you've got to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, yeah. for the Jaguars, I mean, I know we've talked about the Bills, but what a huge win for the Jaguars. I mean, this is something that this team, you know, we were talking about, this is probably one of the worst teams. We, not, we, not, we don't know if they'll get a win. And they're starting to play better football. I mean, this, yeah. this defense looked exceptional in this game. So we'll see if their defense can really turn it around. I mean, Trevor Lawrence didn't really do much. Right. He's kind of been a disappointment at the number one spot. But with that O-line, with some of those weapons, you can't necessarily blame the guy. It has been, you know, not the best situation. But who knows? Maybe Urban Meyer saves his job after all. I mean, it could be some crazy stuff going on in Jacksonville. Two things. I think just because you said that, the Jags defense might be turning it around. They're going to get 60 dropped on them this week. And Probably. I'm not sure keeping Urban around. Maybe Trevor's going to tank, <laughs> tank his games on purpose. I'm not sure uh, keeping that Urban Meyer coaching staff is going to be the best thing uh, for his development. Yeah. You never know. But, uh, you know, good one for Jacksonville for the Bills. I mean, what a what a crazy, yeah, not, not good week at all. I do want to touch on this real quick. I mean, the Cleveland Browns, man, I mean, I wanted to talk about it with the Buffalo, but all of a sudden, I think you can throw Cleveland right back in the mix for this AFC. I mean, this was an incredible performance. That defense kind of played up the par to the level. And Baker Mayfield without Odell, I mean, it's just kind of incredible how different he is. I mean, this was a, a, a fantastic performance from Baker Mayfield. 
obviously the Bengals have been proven to be fraudulent. Uh, not yeah. necessarily a surprise, but yeah, they are yeah very fraudulent. But in terms of the Cleveland Browns, I mean, this defense, they were turning over the ball. They were getting sacks. They looked very comfortable. Baker Mayfield without a dime. I mean, it's almost like this guy's a different player at this point. It's pretty crazy, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really weird um, that this is the case. But like you said, I don't think Cincinnati is that good. I think that 41-17 over the Ravens gave them on it. But like we just saw, the Ravens might not be so good. So who knows what's going on. But yeah, there there's so many teams who I think could even win it in the AFC. Because I, I think this is truly a week where – uh, truly a season where I don't think you have like a team like the Tampa Bay Bucks who are sort of maybe going to be the end-to-end favorites like they were last year. Uh, I mean, maybe the Kansas City Chiefs, but they also made it to the Super Bowl. I mean, I know they lost, but this year in the AFC, I mean, it, would it really surprise you if any one of six teams won it? I mean, no. I think you could make a case for a team like the New England Patriots, despite having a rookie quarterback. I mean, we'll get into that later. But yeah, I think the Browns are, are, are much better than the Bengals, despite picking them against them last week. It's clearly proven wrong. Uh, but, yeah, getting Nick Chubb back is huge. 30 points for my fantasy team last week. I was very appreciative. Um, yeah, Cincinnati Bengals, frauds. Uh, I think this is my official declaration, and I think you're uh, you're on that train with me. Yes, I would agree with that. And I think for Cleveland, um, they've been very banged up, but this maybe is a game where their season could be potentially turned around after this. We'll obviously see what happens this week. They played the New England Patriots, so that's a huge game for them. I think for both those teams, that's a very big game. But uh, good win for Cleveland, and obviously they just needed that to get back on track. Peyton, uh, I mean, Ravens we're going to touch. I mean, I mean, we'll touch on this. I mean, it's not anything crazy, and then we'll do – that might honestly be all we need to talk about. Maybe the Titans. Broncos, Cowboys, I mean, what was this? This was in the weirdest game. I mean – Look, the Denver Broncos are five and four somehow, and this run, this rushing offense is almost like top tier. Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, yeah, Javante been running ball very good. Yeah, Javante Williams is a superstar. Yeah, he's 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 a baller. He's a baller for sure. I mean, that offensive line though is really freaking good. Um, yes, especially that run game. I mean, what did they run for? They ran for like two hundred fifty yards or something. I don't know exactly, but they were dominant. Uh, it looks they, like it's like. One two hundred or so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing something on Red Zone at the time, but yeah. Um, I don't know. This is one of the weird. I, this is the definition of any given Sunday. This is why we love the NFL. Um, I think Dak is clearly, clearly still not at full health. Um, but I do think this showcases some of the problems the Cowboys have. I think a lot of people were questioning the sustainability of both their offense and defense, especially that defense. Uh, and, you know, some of that criticism during Trayvon Diggs' directions, what's going to happen when the interceptions and the pick six has stopped coming? And I don't know. This is, I think it's just one of those weeks where we kind of saw that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, th- this game isn't even really indicative of the score. I mean, they were up like 30 to nothing midway through the third quarter yeah. and then took their foot off together. It wasn't I mean, close. Partic- it wasn't particularly close. Yeah, I mean, this, is, this game was a disaster. Um, I'm not, I mean, I don't really think anyone saw this coming. I don't really too ba- feel too bad for missing this one, but – I still don't think the Denver Broncos are good football are like a remotely good football team. Like three of their wins this year, four of their wins this year are against Washington. The um, who was it? Both New York teams, Giants, Jets, both New York Jags, Jaguars. I mean, I don't think this is a good football team. I don't know. <laughs> I think I think Dak not being a hundred percent, and I don't know, just a down week for the defense. I'm not really 
too concerned about the Cowboys, but I don't know if you're one of those people who's a Cowboys hater, this could be some, some good material for you this game to, to use as evidence. Yeah. I mean, you've been saying Vic Fangio is getting the boot each week. You said this might be the last no, draw. And all of a sudden, I keep saying, I was going to, I was actually going to mention that. Thank you for reminding me. I keep saying that. I keep saying that. He keeps, every time I say it, he keeps saving his job. So actually, this week, uh, since he's playing the Eagles, I'm going to say he's going to keep his job. <laughs> Vic Fangio may be safe. And then, I mean, I want to talk about this real quick, but Titans, I mean, this Tennessee Titans team, they are honestly so average. I don't understand how this team is seven and two. <laughs> One of the best teams in the AFC. They beat the Rams. This defense, Kevin Byard, has played incredible this year. Another interception, I believe, in this game for him. But, I mean, no Derrick Henry. Julio Jones, I mean, that was a horrible trade. He is just – he's done at this point in his career, if I'm being honest. Just placed on IR. He's just never going to be anywhere near the player he once was at this point in his career. So, uh, I mean, what are your thoughts on the Titans? I mean, right, you know, 140 yards? Like, this is crazy to me. Titans are yeah, 72. Titans defense is – stepped up uh, as simple as that. I mean, guys are playing way better than they should be, but that doesn't matter. Uh, all the managers on their play, but yeah, that defense is, is really scary. Um, he really limited the, the Rams big time. Matthew Stafford did not look like Matthew Stafford. Um, I mean, 294 yards through the air, but a couple turnovers. Um, yeah. Uh, the Tennessee Titans defense was out, was outstanding this game. I think simple as that. Uh, no, 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 this is a really impressive win for them. Although I'm really not convinced they're any good at all. Like, they've kept it close with some really bad teams, and they've barely beaten some really mid teams. I, I, I don't They lost to the Jets. They lost to the Jets. They lost to the Jets. I mean, yeah. And this is early season Jets. This isn't even like Jets with a couple of wins. Like, yeah. This is like early season. I don't know. This team's not going to do anything in the playoffs Sending it right now. I mean, all these Titans fans, yeah. who I think are one of the league's most toxic fan bases, sneakily. I know I'm an Eagles fan, so there's a hint of irony coming. But uh, <laughs> all, all I hear is the Titans are going to win the Super Bowl. The Titans are the clear favorite in the AFC. I just don't agree with it. I don't. I don't think there's a clear favorite in the AFC. Could they win the AFC? Absolutely. Do I think they're going to? No. I, I actually don't even think they're better than the likes of like the New England Patriots. Quite honestly, yeah. but yeah, and I think it it hurts that Derrick Henry's not there. I think that's the key. I mean, Derrick Henry is just never. their whole offense essentially. Yeah. So, um, all right, real quick uh, before we jump into these games for this week, I mean, it looks like Lamar Jackson got figured out in this game. I mean, the Dolphins sent a lot of pressure from the cornerback and safety position, and Lamar Jackson played a very bad game. Not yeah. anything yeah. to be proud of at all for the Baltimore Ravens. I mean. This was just – I mean, the Miami Dolphins are god-awful. I mean, they are horrible, okay. but two wins in a row for this team. Pretty weird at this point. I mean, Albert Wilson, the man was running around the field for the entire game. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've I never know. seen a player yeah, I mean, so I, mediocre have so many plays drawn up for him. Yeah, I, I also think the fact – what was that, like, last drive? Because the Ravens really – I think they were down 15-10. They would have gotten the ball out with, like, two minutes left. We all know they would have gone down to score. Albert Woods is like galloping down the like 80 yards down the field with two minutes left with no one within 20 yards of them. I mean, it's ridiculous. But to me, this game, uh, I talked about it with a couple of my friends actually. This is what the Baltimore Ravens look like when Lamar Jackson isn't playing like a superhuman. Uh, a lot of people have said it this year that the Ravens offense, I keep using this word, but it wasn't sustainable because Lamar was playing like 
every single great quarterback in history had possessed his body and just become the ultimate quarterback. And this week, that slowed down. And I think they are in big, big trouble when he's not playing as a super, uh, as Superman for this team. Because um, I think outside of him, this offense, I don't even think it's bad. I think outside of Mark, him and Mark Andrews, it's really below average. I mean, uh, Rashad Bateman, maybe. I, I, I mean, he had a pretty good game, but a lot of fourth quarter, I mean, stats down to possessions. But yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of con- lot, a lot of concern for the Ravens. Ugh. And it was such an annoying loss for me as an Eagles fans to watch the Dolphins just get such a meaningless win because they're so bad. I mean, Tua is is so bad. It's actually unbelievable. And could you explain something to me? How is someone healthy enough to be the starter but not healthy enough to be the backup? Can you explain that one to me? You mean you mean healthy enough to be the backup and not healthy enough to be yeah, the yeah, starter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct, correct. I don't really know how that worked out. I mean, that was weird. And then Tua ended up coming in. I mean, you can just see off the stats. Like, clearly the offense was better when Tua was in. Like, Jacoby yeah. Brissett, it's god off. Like, he should never see the day of field again. The day, you know, any of the field again. <laughs> I mean, that man shouldn't even be on the sidelines. But, yeah, Tua is just not good. I don't know what they were thinking. He's backed up. I, I don't know. The Miami Dolphins are such a weird team. But one thing I'll give them credit for, their defense played outstanding in this game. I mean, this was the defense that we expected coming into the year. Yeah. The Miami Dolphins uh, getting sacks left and right. Yeah. Lots of pressure. So we'll see where they go from here. I mean, I think this was a very good um, scripted game against Lamar. I think this might not necessarily have as much success against other teams uh, per se, but I mean, very well, very well ran and very well, very good game plan from Brian Flores. I mean, I've given him a lot of, uh, you know, hate this year, but not hate, but, uh, yeah. you know, uh, it's definitely been on him. So uh, props to him. That was an excellent game plan. Excellent win for Miami Dolphins. And I think the Ravens just kind of a fraudulent team that the injuries have caught up to them at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. First game of the week, Saints-Titans. I'm going to start here. And this is just one of the weeks where I think the New Orleans Saints are going to win this game, weirdly enough. Uh, the New Orleans Saints, I mean, just a bad loss last week. I don't know what their starting quarterback situation is this week. If it's Trevor Simeon, if Taysom Hill is going to be in there. But there is no Alvin Kamara. But it's just that just makes me even want to pick the Saints even more. Um, I mean, this is just one of those weird weeks. I think the Tennessee Titans are kind of fraudulent as well. I think they're due for a kind of an embarrassing game. I mean, they've played way above their level that they should be playing at. Ryan Tano has been so mediocre this year, too. So I think that Saints defense uh, is going to be the leading factor. I think that's the best unit in this game in terms of, uh, you know, one of these sides of the football. So I'm going to pick the Saints. just seems like one of the weird weird weeks they'd win. Yeah, uh, I, I, I was actually going to agree with you. And then I remembered that Trevor Simeon is their starting quarterback, and I'm not picking Trevor Simeon to win against one of, <sighs> one of the NFL's elite defenses on the road. That's my analysis of this game. Titans are going to win. I, like I said, I don't think they're that good. I think they're a little bit fraudulent, but they're not going to lose to a Trevor led, Trevor Simeon led team at home. Bills Jets. I mean, as much as the Buffalo Bills loss last week was bad. I mean, with Mike White playing, this is tempting. I'm going to be honest, it's tempting <laughs> to go Jets, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go Bills here. They they should be back on track. I don't expect them to play that bad this week again. I think we're going to see them kind of take out probably some of their frustration from that loss in this week. I mean, this could get ugly, I think. Yeah. Uh, I'll go with the bets, Bills here in a close one. Because uh, every time we've said it, or you've said something in variation, of, oh, I don't think this one's going to be particularly close. I think we usually Always end up getting burned a little bit, don't we? 
So yeah, I'll, I'll go with the Bills, but I'll give Mike White uh, the uh, heir apparent to Joe Montana and Tom Brady uh, his his props, and I'll and I'll say Bills by Bills by uh, a possession here. Steelers Lions. This is a weird week. Ben Roethlisberger was just ruled out because of COVID, yeah. so I believe Mason Rudolph now will start on like Advantage one day Steel- notice. Advantage Steelers. That's interesting. Yeah, advantage <laughs> Steelers, but I think we can expect a lot of Najee Harris in this game. The Lions are just yeah. bad, and at this point, I mean, I was kind of you know hopeful for them. They had some good performances, but recently it's just been god awful. This team has played such bad football. And uh, I got to give this to the Steelers. I just think that Steelers defense, the Lions are not going to be able to get anything going offensively. Steelers should be able to win this, even with Mason Rudolph. I think Najee Harris will probably have the big game. Um, and yeah, Steelers in this one. Yeah, uh, I'll go with the Steelers too, just because I don't think there's, there's that much of a drop off from Big Ben to Mason Rudolph. Just kind of a sad sentence to say, but it's the truth. Uh, and yeah, I'll go with the Steelers over the Lions. Like you said, the Lions are just. They're bad. Uh, they're really bad. And they're 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 bad. I mean, they lost to the to the Eagles by 38 points. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. This next game. I mean, I just want to see what the Colts four and five in the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, they've played pretty good football as of late. This team has looked like a team that maybe they'll find a way to sneak into the playoffs. I'm gonna pick him this week. I think Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he's just been arguably the I think, yeah, he's been the best running back in football yeah, as of late. Yeah. Um, he's just been incredible, and I expect another big game out of him this week. I know he's on my fantasy team, so partly biased, but, I mean, if you look at the stats, six consecutive games of 100-plus yeah. scrimmage yards in the touchdown, just incredible what he's doing right now. So I'm going to pick the Colts. Wentz has looked great as well as of late. As, as of late. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to pick the Colts here. I think they're like a mediocre football team. <laughs> There's so many mid-teams this year. It's so annoying. Uh, yeah, I'll go at the Colts though because I think the Jaguars suck. Um, yeah, simple as that. And then next, well, I'll go Leo to the next year. But I think we're going to go to Tampa Bay here. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even all right. Uh, yeah, we're going to go to Tampa Bay here. I mean, Washington is a team right now that's going to sound extremely biased, probably because it is, but they they just annoy me every time I see them. And this is the case of the Eagles, to be honest, too. But like, just like. Get this nothing franchise off my television, this unserious, terrible franchise that hasn't done anything with their horrible owner who still hasn't faced any consequences, which is pretty funny considering all the fl- all the blame got deflected under John Gruden. That's that's a whole other issue that's going to be resolved, and that's a whole story that came out this week as well. But um, the, the, the whole franchise is just sickening to me, the amount of talent they're wasting. Uh, sorry I'm going off a little bit of a rant here, but – can't stand that franchise. Ugh. Yeah. Go Tom Brady. Uh, go Bucks. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing the Cowboys W this week. Or Buccaneers W this it's week. so weird. Like, I guess, like, I was never truly tortured by Brady, like, as a Jets guy. But I don't fucking – I, like, excuse my language, but, like, I don't mind him at all on the Bucks. Like, I actually – I actually I like think, him. I think he's Bucks. definitely – I think he's definitely reinvented himself on the Buccaneers as, like, this, like, fun dad yeah. character almost – yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't, I, I wasn't a big fan of the Pats, but I, I got to say, I like the guy in Tampa Bay. I think he's like a lot, let a lot more of his personality shift. So, yeah. yeah. Speaking of the Pats, Browns, Pats, what are you thinking in this one? I'm going to go with the Pats here. 
Um, I hope my Mag Jones doesn't die today is the only thing, because uh, I'm sure you saw what Brian Burns had to say uh, about that incident last weekend. Did you? I did not. I did not actually see what he said. Um, Mag Jones got caught on camera. Uh, Brian Burns called for it at the time. They didn't actually didn't call a penalty, but he basically he twisted his ankle pretty deliberately. And so, you know, among among pass rushers in the NFL, uh, I'm sure word spreads quickly. And Brian Burns pretty much said as much uh, in his post-game interview. And, uh, Miles Garrett, I'm sure, got the word today. So I'll, I'll be praying for Mac Jones's blind side today. But um, I'm still, regardless. Clowny, clowny too, bro. Clowny. Yeah, man. Clowny, too. Forget about Ivy. Regardless of that, though, I'm still going to go with the New England Patriots. Um, I think, I actually think this is a pretty good team. I think Mid Jones is game managing well enough to put the defense. Put this, put this great. I think this defense is really fantastic. I think this is a really fantastic defense. Um, and yeah, I'm gonna go with the Patriots. This game of the day, I think, isn't it? Probably, I'd say so. I mean, Seahawks, Packers, Chiefs, Raiders could be that. Yeah. yeah, Chiefs, Raiders is always a fun one. That should be good. Um, I'm gonna go Browns in this one. Um, partly because I'm trying to get some points back in our game. But I also think the Browns are, are just a good team, even without Nick Chubb. I and mean, we saw what Dearness Johnson could do um, in his start against Denver. Um, you know, pretty impressive. So I think this week will be something to monitor. Um, I think Cleveland, I mean, I think offensively, they looked a lot better last week. Baker Mayfield's only getting healthier at this point. And uh, that defense, I, it just looked how it should. Uh, I think there were some weeks where they kind of got off track. Um, maybe some injuries played a part in that, but I mean, Denzel Ward, this guy doesn't get enough credit. He is one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. I mean, yeah, I've sure. seen something where it's like it's coverage Raider stats against him this year. I mean, it's just nothing. Like, no one is doing anything against Denzel Ward this year. So, props to him. I mean, he's an incredible cornerback. Not that he's going to have a tough matchup this week. No, no New England receivers are particularly difficult. But New England dealing with some injuries themselves. Damian Harris is going to be out, and he's been a pretty big part of that run game. Obviously, they have a bunch of guys, but. Kind of rambling. I don't know. I just think the Browns are going to win this one. Kind of a gut feeling. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think this one – I mean, if you want to say something, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, I'm picking the Atlanta Falcons today. Okay. Uh, this is a case of me trying to get a point back. It's, all, it's literally all I'm trying to do. But I don't know. I think this is uh, where uh, Big Mike seat might start to get a little hot. So uh, – yeah, Falcons have been playing some decent football recently. Uh, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is bowling. Matt Ryan is bowling. I mean, if you look at his grades, PFF, anything, I mean, if you're not a fan of PFF, even traditional stats, I mean, this guy is is, is top of the league in a lot of categories. Uh, it's such an old age. I mean, I'm not seeing – I know Matt Ryan isn't the most popular guy to, you know, be, 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 a, be a fan club, but I am a Matt Ryan fan, and I'm going to give him his props because he's been playing really well the last couple of weeks uh, as they've sort of – gotten back to a league average team. And I think he's going to continue that hot plan. I think he's going to burn, but still a really bad Cowboys defense. And I'm going to go with the Atlanta Falcons this weekend. I'm going to pick the Dallas Cowboys. Look, the Falcons have played very well. I mean, if the season ended today, I believe they'd be in the playoffs, which is pretty crazy. Um, the Atlanta Falcons, I mean, they've had good wins. They've played good games. But Dallas Cowboys are not going to have two weeks in a row where they're just horrible like that. I mean – this te- Dallas team was able to beat the Falcons, who I would argue were better last year, to be honest. I mean, I think that offense was better for sure. Um, I mean, it's tough, honestly. The Falcons have played pretty well this year, so uh, maybe I'm wrong. But I just think Dallas is uh, 
I don't think that we're going to see another bad game. I think Dak will be back. I think last week it was just a, a nightmare. And I think that Denver defense, look, it's not amazing. It's not a top-tier elite defense, but it's a pretty solid unit. And they played very well last game against Dallas. And Dak was kind of missing all over the place. So I expect them to be more measured today and uh, able to find more success. So I'm going to go with Dallas Cowboys. And then they'll win that one. Jumping into the next one, though, Arizona. Um, I mean, this is a weird one, actually, but I'm going to still pick Arizona. We saw what they did last week with that Col- with Colt McCoy. Um, and the Panthers are just got off. I mean, they signed Cam Newton this week. We didn't really touch on that. that. Um, yeah, but interesting to bring Cam back. It seems like the Sam Darnold days are, are done in Carolina. I yeah, think especially- he probably started his last game, to be honest there. Um, but the Arizona Cardinals, I mean, they proved they could beat the Niners without – uh, without Kyler Murray, without Hop, it looks like both those guys will be inactive today. So uh, I'm going to go Cardinals here. But for the Panthers, we'll see how Cam does. I don't know if he's playing. I don't think he's playing this week. No, I don't, uh, I, but I in the future, I'm saying. Um, yeah, no, in the future, so. it'll be very interesting to see what happens. And I think guys like McCaffrey, uh, they'll, they'll definitely get a boost from that for sure. Uh, yeah, I think giving Cam that much guaranteed money is really interesting because it's really admitting yeah. Mistake quite fast, and it was. And it was a huge mistake. That, that trade was a disaster from Jump Street. We've talked about it endless times on this podcast, but it's what it was. The guys, I know, you know, you're probably a little partial to him, but that guy's not an NFL starter. He's not. I mean, not at all. Not at all. he's probably a serviceable backup, but yeah, I mean, the guy's not. And giving Cam four and a half guaranteed million, million guaranteed dollars probably signifies the end of the Sam Darnold era. But I, I, obviously, I'm going to go with the Arizona Cardinals, Cardinals this week. They're a better team in every aspect of the game. I think this is a really good team. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if the, they're definitely not the best team they've ever seen, but they're much better than the Carolina Panthers. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Vikings, Chargers in this one. Um, Chargers, excuse me, uh, looked a lot better last week. It looked like the Justin Herbert that we expect um, exceptional. We'll game, Eagles, even though they only beat. Yes, they, they were playing the Eagles, but Vikings defense, not not anything special either. Um, so I'm going to pick the Chargers here. I just think – I do think the, uh, the the Vikings are good. They've played so many close games. And, I mean, if those games went the other way, this could be a, you know, top few team in the NFC right now. But I just think the Chargers are going to be – are they going to come out strong? I, I think the Chargers are – what are they, 5-4 now? 5-3. Yeah, uh, uh, this yeah. is still a playoff team, still a good team, one of those teams that – uh, I consider to be a team that could win the AFC. So I'm going to go with the Chargers in this one, but I expect this to be a close, hard game, which probably means it'll be a blowout for the Vikings. Uh, yeah, I'll go with the Chargers here. Uh, Justin Herbert, uh, Vikings defense. Not great for the Vikings. <laughs> uh, yeah, Justin Herbert, he did look like the Justin Herbert of old. Uh, I'm going to talk about the Eagles defense in a, in, a, in, a, in a couple of minutes, but it's really bad. Uh, I, I do hope he's back on track, though. 31, what was he? Like? He was like 34, 37 or something like that last weekend. I don't know. Guy's an unbelievable player. Vikings are really mediocre. Kirk is really mediocre. The Chargers are going to win this game by a not insignificant margin. Probably means the Vikings are going to win this game, Probably. especially since we both picked them. Probably. Seahawks, Packers. Um, Russ is back, I believe, this week. But it's in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is also back. I'm going to go with the Packers, but this could end up being a shootout, a very interesting game. I mean, Seattle, at this point, three and five, they really are trying to salvage their season. Um, I mean, they're only probably, what, like a game out if the Falcons are in the playoffs? Yeah, yeah. It's not over, but 
Um, you know, Seattle's going to have to start turning their season around. We'll see if they can do that. But I just think the Green Bay Packers in Green Bay, just too tough a matchup for Seattle right now. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I totally agree. I think Packers are just going to over – I think the Seahawks are a little overmatched. Uh, I think the Packers are much better than on every side of the uh, – in almost every position group, uh, except probably for my receiver right now. Um, yeah, I think the Packers – Gonna pull this one on being being at Lambo is just such an advantage. It's insane. It's so hard to pick against them in La- at Lambo, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Yeah, uh, I'll, really go, is. I'll, I'll, I'll lead us into the next game. Eagles Broncos, obviously, a great win for the Broncos last week. Heartbreaking loss for the Eagles in a game. I've said it so many times this year. They really should have won another one possession loss to the Eagles this time on a game losing field goal. But I'm gonna try to steal another point from you, Griffin, and I'm gonna go with the Eagles today. And I've said it actually. I've the only reason I was going to pick the Broncos, but I've said the Eagles are going to win this game since the beginning of the year because the Denver Broncos are not as good as they showcased last weekend. Are they better than the Eagles? Probably. However, I think the Eagles have figured out a pretty successful offensive game plan to maximize Jalen Hurts' talents, which is not good because he's not that good. But Teddy Bridgewater is not Justin Herbert. Uh, And I'm going to go with the, the Eagles today in order to pretty much Literally only to steal a point back. Yeah. I was actually going to pick the Eagles, but um, for the fun of it, I'll go with Denver. I mean, I think this is kind of a coin toss either way. Um, I mean, Denver at home, this could get interesting. Um, I think that run attack could really be problematic for the Eagles too. I mean, Javante yeah. Williams has played so good. Yeah. Um, so we're going to see what happens there. I mean, we'll see if Teddy B can get the offense going at all. Um, I have to start Jerry Judy in fantasy this week. So hopeful Ugh. maybe Jerry Judy can get involved. Um but yeah, like you said, I mean the Eagles just not, you know, they're in the midst of a rebuild. They have a, they're they're going to have their first round picks this year. So yeah. it is it is what it is at this point for them. Still deciding if Jalen Hurts is that guy. I don't think he is. I don't think, you know, he's I don't think he's like Sam Darnold type bad. No, I think I I, I think he's probably like the 18th to 25th best quarterback in the league right now. Yeah. But he's just not, not got it. <laughs> That's Love. the thing and I think no, you're good. I think that it's just for your superstar franchise guy that you're looking for, it's just not going to be good enough. We've already seen kind of what he's going to be. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go Denver just for the fun of it. But I think this will be a coin toss kind of game. Probably low scoring, to be honest. Just one of those games where both these teams kind of are pretty bad. So the offense just might not get going. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs Raiders, uh, what are you thinking, Griff? These games are always weird. The Raiders have a history of winning against the Kansas City Chiefs. They do. Um, but I'm going to pick the Kansas City Chiefs in this one. I mean, I'm just really shocked still at how bad this offense has been. I mean, they're just not getting it going at all. Um, they're just, you know, having to throw short passes. It's really weird, to be honest, what has happened. Um, I think this team is in a desperate need of a bye. I know their bye yeah. comes up. I believe it's like week 12. Um, yeah. Week 12. Um, yeah, week 12. I mean, I think they're just in desperate need of a week where they can sit back and really regroup for a second. I think they just need a, a, a chance to just kind of watch film and, and figure out what exactly is going wrong. Um, I'm still going to pick them this week. I think the Raiders are kind of fraudulent, even though I believe they're five and three. So this team still, you know, a win this week would really uh, cement the playoff push in my mind. But uh, I think this is a must win for the Chiefs, to be honest. And I think they're going to play with that. I think we're going to finally see the offense kind of get going. Raiders defense, it's it's all right. You know, the, the D-line is pretty solid. Secondary speak, though. Uh, so Chiefs should be able to maximize that. And 
I think we'll see a big game from Tyreek Hill, to be honest. I think he's due for a big game. Um, Kelsey, too. I mean, Kelsey hasn't really gotten going, I feel like, this year, too. So, yeah, just to pick are are kind of due for an explosion. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, Travis, I think the lack of Travis Kelsey is probably the biggest, you know, uh, reason for this offense is just terribleness, I guess is the word. I mean, they're really not getting him involved as much as, much as they have in years past, and it's showing, but I'm still going to go with them uh, tonight. I think there's, I still think there's so, just so much better than the Raiders. I think the Raiders suck. Like, this is a team to me that's just like annoying. Like, I respect them for all that they've like fought through and persevered through, but like, yeah. Can this team, like, can they go away so we can unmuddy the playoff picture a little bit? Cause I, I mean, what, or one of these two teams go away. I don't think the Chiefs are going to go away. But meanwhile, the Chiefs win tonight. For all that's been handed, there are struggles. They're 6-4, and four, and they'll be at most a game out of the top spot in the AFC, which is absolutely which is absolutely insane. I mean, it, it really is. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I'll go with the Chiefs tonight. Uh, uh, Rams, Niners, pretty easy here. Odell Beckham will make his debut. I mean, that's what I'm watching for, not for the football. Not for the, you know, game. I think the Niners are pretty bad, to be honest. Um, they just need – I mean, they have Trey Lance. That's the weird thing. They have their franchise quarterback. He's just on the bench right now sitting, and it's very weird, the state of this team. I mean, I think – what do they have, two yeah. wins? Three and five? It's just weird. Like, they've got so many good yeah, young they, players. Yeah, they have, their franchise, like, they have their franchise quarterback riding the bench at three and five. Like, Jimmy's not cutting it. And this is this this is the issue. I just want to discuss something really quickly. Um I read a really good article in the ringer this week. I, I'll cite my source here, but basically it just made this argument that um, Kyle Shanahan as like an executive and as like a personnel guy and has like a leader is really harmed like himself as like, we know, we know Kyle Shanahan is an elite play caller. We know that. Uh, I think it's obvious. I think everybody would admit that, but the guy, maybe I, I think a lot of people would argue he's been given way too much control in the front office. I think his personnel decisions really haven't been great. Um, and this decision to start Jimmy over Trey Lance still is baffling because it's not like if they were in the middle of a playoff push and they were like six and two or something, I'd be like, okay, you're winning with Jimmy. I mean, he's not playing the best football, but you're winning with the guy. You know, you're three and five. What do you have to lose at this point? And I, maybe tonight you'll see some Trey Lance. I wouldn't be shocked. Um, and I, I think I'd rather just see. I think the Bears realized it. You get just get your rookie on the field and see how he looks. Uh, there's no downside. Let, let, let's stop with this Jimmy G facade. I mean, it, it, it'll be helpful to the viewer. It'll be helpful to your product. Your fans want to see it. Everybody wants to see it. Let's stop playing this game with Jimmy G. I mean, that's that, that's my message to Kyle Shanahan if you ever somehow see this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, I think, I think teams are kind of trying to replicate a little bit of what has happened with Pat Mahomes where he sat the bench for the year. And I mean, it's, it's not just everybody like, is Pat Mahomes. <laughs> Outside of Pat Mahomes, when have you really seen like a young quarterback who people feel might need a little more development or play time? And when they play for the first time, they just don't struggle. Like everyone struggles. That's kind of, you have to get your struggles out in this. Yeah, everybody. Like, we've seen that with every quarterback. I mean, Zach Wilson. Except for Russell like Wilson. 10 stuff. moments. Except for Russell yeah, Wilson. Yeah. There's, there's a few exceptions, yeah. but the few exceptions are the elite, elite quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, of course. And like, like the top three, four guys. So, I mean, look, I think there's even Josh Allen was terrible. Justin, Sorry, even yeah, Josh. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, yeah, it's it is like Justin Fields this year. He was horrible. He's been horrible at times, but he's also had games that drives against the Steelers. I mean, he looks fantastic. He looks like you know the franchise quarterback. 
And it's just getting those struggles out of the way, getting those, you know, especially on a bad team, like having to read the defense in the NFL. Like these are things you can't replicate in practice and getting game reps is so valuable. And I'm glad the Bears realized that. And I think with Trey Lance, I mean, we saw when he started, he was not good. Like he played a very bad football game. Like he probably right. needs to get those struggles out of the yeah. way, start reading defenses, especially since he missed the last college football season. I mean, this guy has not been reading defenses in game for two years. That cannot happen. And I think they're yeah. honestly setting Trey Lance up for failure at this point. Because if you're not on the field for two years and you've, you know, you're not experienced, I think you're, in, I think he's in huge trouble potentially. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to write the like. Listen to me. Just play Trey Lance. Please play Trey Lance. We want to see him. Everybody knows this guy. Maybe his arm town is insane. Jimmy G is uh, not. So let, let's get Trey Lance in here. So, yeah, let's just let's just see him. I, I'm. This is just a greater point. Play young players if your team is bad. There's no point in playing old veterans that who we know we are. And Jimmy is like stealing money. He's making like twelve million dollars a year or something like that. No, I think it's in the twenties, bro. No, no, yeah, you're right. It's like double that actually. Yeah, which he makes crazy. like he's on a big deal. Which is Jimmy is just insanity. Are you finding the deal? Five year, forty eight million guaranteed dollars. Holy <laughs> sh- crap! <laughs> yeah, Jimmy G, making that money. Jimmy, Jimmy, oh, man, Jimmy G. What can you say? He's a legend. He's a All right. Well, with that, <laughs> with that, that do for- stealing that money from the uh, sorry, stealing that money from the uh, 49ers. Good for him. Good for him. But with that, that will do it for this week's episode of Outside the Arena. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you haven't already, please like, comment, subscribe on the video. We greatly appreciate it. Follow us both on Instagram. Those links will be in the bio. Follow us also on our podcast, Instagram, Outside the Arena Podcast. Uh, you know, follow us. Our second channel, OT Eclipse. It's been dormant. I'm not quite <coughs> sorry. I'm not quite sure when it will be back. Um, when MLB Free Agency uh, gets going. Yeah, MLB Free Agency. We'll probably get some updates when big signings happen. Uh, so expect us to kind of try and get those videos out soon or whenever they can come. Um, and yeah, with that, thanks for watching guys and have a good week of NFL football and thanks for watching this week's episode of Outside.